0: Big, big announcement from the Ford government earlier today when it comes to education. Now, some of this had been leaking out throughout the week, and we have discussed uh, some of it, including, of course, the banning of cell phones in the classroom. And we talked about the uh, pros and cons of that. Uh, there's also been uh, changes to the sex ed curriculum that's obviously been discussed about uh, quite a bit uh, for some time. But the one thing I want to take some time on and drill down on here for the next uh, half hour is is the change to class size in Ontario. Now, those changes come after a months-long consultation process that, according to the government, they got feedback from, how about this, 72,000, 72,000 different stakeholders that included educators, parents, and the union. Now, here is Education Minister uh, Lisa Thompson. Part of the announcement yesterday, here she is addressing that change of class size.
1: From kindergarten to grade three we propose no changes to class sizes. And in grades four to eight, an average increase of just one more student in each classroom. Our older and more mature students in high school would see the most change, with class sizes increasing to 28. This proposal is evidence-based and it's also important to note Ontario at this time has an extremely low teacher-to-pupil ratio in the high school
0: system. All right, a couple of interesting points I want to underscore there. The uh, last one, the fact that this almost brings Ontario in line, if you will, with the rest of the uh, provinces because Ontario, up until uh, these announced changes, did have a lower uh, student-to-teacher class size uh, ratio. Also thought it was interesting, the vernacular she was using to describe the high school students as being older and mature. I don't know how mature I was in high school, but uh, I might be an aberration. Somehow I uh, doubt it. Here is the uh, NDP, Education Critic Merit Stiles. Uh She calls this a, a sad day. Have a listen.
1: I'm disturbed. Fewer teachers in our classrooms. And um, what Ontarians wanted to see, I think, coming out of this government's consultations were an increase um, in the number of, st- of teachers and classrooms. More one-on-one time for t- students. We know that that's what students need to succeed.
0: All right, uh, so there you have it. The uh, back and forth uh, continues between the NDP and the conservatives, this time over uh, class size, part of the changes announced today to education in this province. Let's uh, bring in uh, Annie Kidder uh, next. She's the Executive Director of People for Education to uh, lend some perspective on this. And she joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Annie, good afternoon and uh, thanks for being with us. No problem. All right. High school classes going from 23 to 29 kids. Uh, What does your experience tell you? Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing?
1: Well, I think that, you know, in all of this, what we have to remember is actually the, the, the announcement doesn't really have to do with the size of the class it really has to do with how much money will be there um so the average schools were funded boards were funded for every 22 high school students you got funding for one teacher and now it's going to be for every 28 high school students uh you get funding for one teacher so it means that class sizes will definitely increase it means that boards will have less money um and may probably the biggest thing it means is less flexibility to go, you know what, in this area or for these classes, they need to be really small, but these ones can be bigger. So it it will take away some of the r- wiggle room that they've had.
0: Okay, so um, do you see this as a cost-cutting measure and the Ford totally. government is putting the bottom line ahead of uh, the quality of education? Well,
1: I would never put it that way actually um, okay. <laughs> because well because with everything in education you can't just it's it's not it's never that simple. so it is a cost cutting measure for sure. Um, the evidence about class size uh, is there isn't a ton of evidence showing absolutely that absolutely smaller classes equal, increased or higher student achievement that that evidence is not there but there're definitely um, educators talk and they're the ones with the experience about how um, how how they feel it's more effective to be in a smaller class because you can pay attention to all the different kinds of students you have you can maybe you know adjust the learning in different ways um, you're not less likely to kind of lose track of kids or or even deal with the fact that there are so many different kinds of kids in your class so i'm i don't think you could ever go doing this will decrease the quality of education but it definitely is a cost-saving measure, and maybe the the more important thing, which I think you can say, is that this may be a matter of thinking about the funding first, and I I think we would argue you always need to think about the education first, you know, what do we want to be doing, what are we trying to do, um, and then what do we need to fund that? So in- Okay,
0: well, let, let me ask you, though, because I'm sure there's some people in their cars right now listening and saying... Listen, I've been asked to do more with the same or in some some cases even less in my job, so why should uh, teachers uh, be any different?
1: Yeah, but this—I mean—ultimately, this is this is not about teachers. This is about students, right? So this is about we're educating our next generation here, who hopefully will do a better job than we've done. God knows. Um, <laughs> so we have to make sure that um, we're able. Like you know, one of the things that we really need to be looking at is: Are we preparing uh, kids for the very complex world they're going to enter for for jobs that we don't even know what they are yet? For you know, the, with an understanding that. Um, The world is looking for people with really uh, deep uh, kind of competencies and skills, able to collaborate, able to, uh, you know, think in innovative ways and solve problems and persist and, uh, you know, take the knowledge they've learned in one area and apply it to another. They, They need a complex set of skills, and they need to be able to keep on learning. So what we have to look at is, you know, what kind of classes do we need in order to do that? And I think that that's where it has to start. It has to start with, you know, is the curriculum the right curriculum and are are the resources there to, to support kids in doing that? And then you can look at class size because maybe, maybe flexibility is okay, maybe it's fine to have some classes that are bigger but it's when you start with the money that you could end up in a problem.
0: Okay, because I was going to ask you, and I think you just touched on your last answer there, that is this a case of if we are moving to larger class sizes do we need to look at how we teach that we need to I don't know somehow modernize our our teaching methods or tailor them towards a, a bigger class
1: well, it's hard because, again, this goes, you know, it depends on the subject, too. So, um, you know, what about classes that all kids don't want to take in high school? For instance, what about, you know, a dance class or a photography class or a very specialized math class in grade 12? Does that actually need to be really small? Um, And can another class where, I mean, look at universities where they have classes that have, I'm not recommending this, but they have a thousand students in them. Yeah, um, sure. you know, so how do you make sure there's, there's there? We're, it's flexible enough and also we're able to deal with, I mean, this is the hard part about education where there's never, you know, good, bad, or, you know, it's always a complicated or complex answer, that, that it, it depends is the answer about class size, and it depends on what kind of class it is, what kind of kids are in the class, and, you know, and what kind of teaching that particular class needs, you know, if some class... Classes are like a lecture; then it doesn't really matter how big they are. But if other classes are really, really interactive, think of, you know, grade twelve chemistry. Um, is it okay to have forty kids in a grade twelve chemistry lab? Probably not. Um, so that's what we need to look at. What are we trying to teach? What kind of skills and competencies? What kind of knowledge? And then how do we make sure that there's the flexibility in order to deal with that? And mm-hmm. uh, you know, this one, I, you know, this one seems to be. Quite a lot about money um, and uh, and it'll be interesting to see how it rolls out and again, they did say this morning this was rolling out over four years, and I think that the other piece in this is that we have to remember in the case of education, uh, you know education policy is rocket science, that it is actually complicated, and we have to think about all the possible consequences before sure. we just do things.
0: Okay, let me ask you about one other piece of the puzzle because we've talked about teachers, we've talked about the government. What about the students themselves and parents? Should kids, particularly at the high school level, if these classes are going to get bigger, and we hear the teachers, one of the biggest challenges with a larger class size is keeping kids' attention and uh, being uh, and making sure that you're delivering the lesson to each and every uh, student. Is part of that responsibility at that age on them and their parents to make sure that they're taking some responsibility for their learning?
1: Oh, but it's you know i i would say it's the when you're 5 it's important that you're learning to take responsibility for your learning that is an incredibly important competency that should be being taught in school from the very beginning and parents have part of that too so it, it is absolutely vital that kids are taking responsibility for their learning and understanding how to, you know, take feedback and change things and fail and try again and all of that. Do the work that they're supposed to be doing, um, and I'm I think that, that 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 is a vital part of this. And again, for us, more than class size, probably we need to be looking at at curriculum at teaching methods, at understanding, you know, where the evolution needs to happen in education in order to make it fit into today's world. And I'm not saying class size isn't important at all. It is important, too. But, but you're totally right that it is vital that, that kids take responsibility for their learning because that's part of what you learn as you are becoming an, an adult, to right. take responsibility for yourself.
0: Got to leave it there. Annie Kidder with the People for Education. Annie, really appreciate the time and the perspective. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.